0: Hi guys, this is Felicia with Felly Speaks. Again, I haven't been on for a little bit. I've been busy again, um, but I'm hoping now I'm not going to be as busy. I have a few things lined up for topics with different people. And here again, I have my friend Louie. Um, how are you doing today? How's it
1: going? How's it going? I'm good, good. Thank you all for having me again uh feel feel special here being uh being here <laughs> twice but thanks thanks for having me on
0: um you're doing some some more music stuff right so we're gonna mm-hmm. we should be hearing things from you right right
1: yeah yeah um i wanna <laughs> say this month for sure hopefully is, is as if things go as planned um being able to to put something together a uh, couple couple singles in the works um mm-hmm. that I'll hopefully have off by. Um By the end of the month,
0: he will have them sometime, within, right uh, well, within within uh, within a month. I hope. Yeah. Um, I think that his music is really good, so that's why I keep um, telling him that he needs to release these things so that the world can hear. Um, <laughs> thank you, so, thank you. <laughs> so, me and him have been pretty busy. Um, he just he he just was on a trip, so I hope that you're. A little bit relaxed but i know that that's sometimes not possible mm-hmm. um so today we kind of wanted to talk about um and this is a topic that's probably gonna be brought up again but this is just kind of an intro to this um law enforcement um i myself am a probation officer um and when people hear that you know i get the i get the Thing like, oh, oh God, we had to watch ourselves and <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, I don't present myself as, I guess, I don't know how you would present yourself as a law enforcement officer, but I know that it's a big topic right now given um, everything that happened last year in 2020 and um, just people's own individual experiences. Um, so, my role as a probation officer, just to give everybody a clear vision of that. Um, I do many things. So my friends, my family don't really, I don't, I never go into depth with anybody about what I do. I don't even know if I've gone in depth with you about what I do. Um,
1: a little bit.
0: Yeah. So I tend to do little like snippets of information. Um, I don't think that people really understand how traumatic it is to be, um, in this field or line of work, not only for us, but even for the clients that we we serve, um, On a weekly basis, in normal times, I'm in court. Um, I serve as almost like a lawyer in court. Um, I also uh, go to people's houses. I do probation searches. I have arrested people previously. I write reports um, to the court recommending either custody or no custody time. Um, And, you know, I do investigative work at times. So. that's a that those are that's a, just a very very small snippet of what i do um now when you hear the word law enforcement, louis or cop or officer what's that bring to you
1: um i mean i think it's it it brings definitely a negative connotation um in the sense that i think just growing up um you know here in the east side and um Mm -hmm. being a male a latino male at that and and being experienced having experienced like the different forms of enforcement and and what that looks like of um i know like when i when i um you know got older and and i started working in in more professional spaces and working at a school myself now um having colleagues that def- definitely didn't grow up here and grew up in East Coast and different parts of the country and in-, in different mm-hmm. parts even of the state. Um uh, I tell them that we had cops at overfelt during lunch and they're like, what the hell? Like it- yeah. it's um like they they oftentimes think it's surreal, right? Like, how did you mm-hmm. have cops there? Like that's so trippy. Um and I start to I-, I started to think like that's not the norm, right? To have cops at your school. Yeah. Um and, and I mean, those, those cops didn't make me feel, um, like safer. If anything, you know, Mm -hmm. I know their, their goal was to be there to be a, make it a more safe school. Um, Mm -hmm. but it was really more like policing and and harassment and and checking up on students and, um, just kind of using that scare tactic of, you know, we're police officers and, uh, we're around here and stuff. So, I think that was like my initial um like understanding of of police when I would see them, and um mm-hmm. it definitely strikes more of a of a negative connotation with me of um you know looking over my shoulder or, or looking yeah. like they're always looking at me or or gonna get pulled over et cetera mm-hmm. so so that's definitely one of those areas where I have um experienced i think more of a negative um connection with them
0: yeah have you ever um in your life i guess seen or experienced something negative when it came to law enforcement
1: um i think yeah There. there's some of the ones that i can you know think off think about are the just you know getting pulled over um mm-hmm. and you know anything from. Um, you know, just having tinted windows or having a sound system. Or,
0: yeah.
1: Um, you know, just I don't know. I think just <clears throat> a lot of it has to do with when I'm driving in the street, I'm always mindful about like, mm-hmm. oh, I see a cop, I'm gonna get pulled over. Yeah. Um and and it's that constant feel of like anxiety or a feeling of um just just feeling like I'm gonna get pulled over and then what happens if I get pulled over.
0: Yeah. Um
1: but yeah, I've had definitely a lot of um situations. I think one um which I don't know if like I had talked with you about this before, but I, one I that comes to mind that I know is like deeply embedded in, in my memories are uh mm-hmm. that time where um I was stabbed back in eight in two thousand ten. Um yeah. and I remember uh showing up to the hospital and there's cops there. Um mm-hmm. and I'm like naked on the on the hospital bed and I remember the cop goes there and he's flipping me around he's literally tossing me around and he's like where are your tattoos homeboy I I think that's what he said I remember him being like where are your tattoos homeboy and I was like what and he's just like where are your tattoos man like like what what norte what what norte are you from and he's asking me all this stuff and yeah and I just remember like dude like I don't even bang you know and and Mm -hmm. he didn't believe me right and I think it was like that being in high school, seeing the cops, yeah. um, and then just getting older, right? And seeing how many people and friends and families would be in and out of jail, uh, which again, I know is, a you know, the correctional system is a whole other like conversation. But mm-hmm. I think just, <clears throat> yeah, like just seeing a bunch of that going through my own um, kind of experiences with, with cops yeah. judging, with um, them enforcing things differently for, for people that look like myself. Um, yeah. you know, or pe or other people of color as well. So I think, yeah, there, there's a lot, there's, there's many that I, that will come to mind for sure.
0: Yeah. And so in your time of need, um, when you had just gotten stabbed and you're at the hospital, like still processing what's going on, um, you were being looked at as the criminal in a way.
1: Yeah. and, and that's the that's the part where I think it, and I know I don't <clears throat> speak alone, but that's the part where a lot of like young uh men of color feel you know that fear of um mm-hmm. you know you're automatically judged or um treated a certain way because you know you may look like you're in a gang or you're gang affiliated um yeah. so yeah, I mean I think there's a different way of enforcement of. Like, it's definitely not a not an experience of feeling, like, protect and serve and, and all this other stuff that comes with law enforcement um, yeah. that is different.
0: Well, I definitely think it's a training thing, too, right? Um, and I don't know how old that officer was, but I'm, I'm seeing that those older law enforcement officers kind of have this um, thing built up because working in a government position or working in, a, in this type of a position, some people get very um, jaded and they end up not wanting to be in the position and they're just doing it for the retirement benefits. They're doing it to stay in, in this very high up position and they're just waiting for retirement at that time, right? So um, I, I think that people like you who go through those things, it, it – as me as a as an officer, I try my best not to be that, mm-hmm. um, especially when I'm going into someone's house and like I'm invading their privacy because it's a part of my job, right? Yeah. Um, now the topic of law enforcement can get very. Uh, There's so many opinions about it. Um, now even when I tell you that I go into people's houses and I have to like go through their shit. What do you think about that?
1: Um, Well, I think um, one question that popped in actually before, well, I'll answer that one, but I have a question for you too, um, is, I I don't know, I think it's my standpoint, like I know we go way back and like I know know who you are and like I think someone like you, when I first heard that you were like going into that, I'm like, cool, because one, you come from, you know, a similar background like you went over felt with us you mm-hmm. um you know experienced and saw some of the stuff that you know many of us go through and so and things that you went through as well but i think someone in your position has many has a lot of power where you can not begin to change um even though that is important but more importantly i think that you can actually make a difference right and a small yeah. difference can be with one case one individual Mm-hmm. um one decision right like literally i think you have like i don't know the ins and outs of your entire job but i think about like me being an educator how much control i have over like students right and, yeah. and so it's like i'm i'm sure it's the same thing um to an extent and um yeah so i i don't think you do it with like in that racist mindset right where i think mm-hmm. the system can be racist and the system can be um crooked at times um but i know there's people like you Mm -hmm. in there that are trying to do the right thing and and be those good police officers and good be those good um you know police enforcers um so i think yeah for sure i don't i don't think like it's weird Um, yeah but i do think that it's like you're doing your job um to the best of your ability with you still making sure that you're not fucking over people and, and you know you're looking out for for those people that have been disenfranchised, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, But my question is, do you think, like, do you think, like, someone in your position, like, do you feel like you need to go with, like, the stream or, like, of the structure of the system um, or do you, because you feel like you can't fight against it or do you not want to fight against it?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. I mean, um, so when you as you were talking, there's there's a lot of stuff that go through my mind, because a lot of the public doesn't know how like how the ins and outs of our job works, how court works, how all of that stuff. Um, What I will say from my experience is probation out of the, outside of the judge being the number one person who can make decisions, um, probation has a lot of power. I can say I have a lot of power in my position. Um, in terms of my training, my training can be a certain way. So my training can say, hey, um, you, you got to go make sure that you knock on the door this way. You step away from the door because you could get shot. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of the safety stuff, um, uh, now w- w- the way that we're seeing um, law enforcement going is the, uh, and when I say this word, it, it also brings up like it, less punitive, they're trying to mm-hmm. be less punitive, but that's not really what we're seeing mm-hmm. happen in some of these cases, right? But when um, somebody comes to me and they have been arrested for drugs, 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 I know that there's some substance use issue going on, so I'm not going to... Back then, we would have sent that person to prison, Mm -hmm. right? We're not doing that anymore, really. Um, And if we do it, I'm sure that they're doing it either um, because there's some history there, but if it's solely drugs, we're not doing that anymore. People Mm -hmm. are getting released for that. Um, I go into things um, feeling like, number one, I want to come back home that night,
1: Mm -hmm. right?
0: Um, I think the most scariest time that I ever went out was at 3 in the morning to someone's house, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know what I was walking in on, and I'm with a whole group of officers, um, and I'm like, fuck, this is going to be bad. Mm -hmm. Um, And every time I go out, I'm like, there's a potential that I won't come back, so I, I, I understand that. But I also understand that I'm about to go into this person's space. Mm-hmm. And they this is their house. Yes, I could be trained that they know their house perfectly. They can have guns hidden everywhere. But if I come and I am the one that they know um, is hearing them and not mm-hmm. just going in and um, invading, then yeah. maybe that'll save me and some of my, my people around me. Um, now... I can remember this one instance that I went to someone's house. Um, honestly, we were going because I we we had suspicions that he was dealing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Um, and yet he was totally okay in in terms of reporting. But we had suspicions that he was dealing, and um, I went in. Making sure that I wasn't flipping his house and throwing mm-hmm. shit around, which a lot of people do sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. I never will leave their house like that. I'll look, put it back. Oh, his cat is missing. You guys let the fucking cat out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go look for the cat. I'm yeah, going to go yeah, yeah. get the dog put, put in. Um, we ended up having to arrest this individual. And all I can remember is him yelling for me. Get Felicia, get Felicia. Can you have Felicia come over? So he's in the back of the cop car, and I'm like, what's up? What do you need? Mm-hmm. And he's like, dude, okay, can you make sure that all of my stuff is b- put back together? Can you get the-, the cab back in? So that's why I started doing all of that stuff, right? And um, other officers started trying to talk to him, and he's like, shut the fuck up. I don't want to fucking talk to you. I just want to talk to Felicia, mm-hmm. right? And I said, okay, so I did something... I did something there where um he knew that he could talk to me if he couldn't talk to other people, yeah, so my goal at the end of the day was, okay, I need to still do my job. Mm-hmm. He just broke a law, but um,
1: you're still um, human,
0: yes,' I'm gonna go find his cat, i'm gonna go get try to get his dog, um, so I'm over there trying to look um. And I'm getting yelled at by people, by someone too, saying, you need to come, you need to come back, Felicia, we are, we're leaving, we gotta go to the jail, and I said, you need to hold on, right? Mm-hmm. Couldn't find the cat, so all I could think about after that, when we got back to the office was his fucking cat's out there, I okay, the dog might be in there, did I lock his door, did I do this, right? Um, but some people just go in and just fucking don't care about that shit, so... I try my best not to go with what the system is in that sense. But as a law enforcement officer too, we have certain um things that we need to do, which is I need to protect the community and I need to mm-hmm. also I add in I need to protect this person and make and reform them so that they can be released into the community, right? A lot of people see that when we arrest people, they only hear that we're arresting someone and they're getting incarcerated, they don't know the stories behind that, right? Um, when I arrest someone, which is super super rare, and I have not done it in quite mm-hmm. some time, there is because there is something going on, or it is to help and protect them. And I've never had, um, I've never personally arrested someone where they've stayed for a long ass period of time. Um, the system does work. In a way where I lose a little bit of power, I've seen some people mm-hmm. go and to into, go to prison, and I'm like, "Fuck they sentenced the prison like why? Yeah. right? But yeah. I have inserted myself um, when I'm in court and I see and I know somebody about to get sentenced to, to prison. I, I remember this one case too. Um, he was fucking in the stands, and I'm over here talking to the judge and He's passing out over there. It looks like he had heroin or something. And um, I'm like, fuck, he's back here. And then I can hear the judge saying, yeah, we might just have to send him to CDC, which is California Department mm-hmm. of Corrections, right, and rehabilitation. Um, so I'm like, fuck, I can work with him because I worked with him before. And I made a, uh, I made a little bit of a change, and I got him into programs before. Let me try to see what I can do. So they call the case. Court's in session. They call his case, and they're like, and his attorney said something like, oh, we want him to go to a, a, a treatment program. And the judge is like, what treatment program is there? There's no treatment program that's that long,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? And then they were like, yeah, we can't. We don't know what, what, which treatment program would take him, honestly. And then I, I put on my little microphone, and I said, Your Honor, I know so-and-so. I've worked with him, unfortunately, I can see he's not in a good spot right now. Um, I'm willing to help him um, if you guys at all thought that probation is an option for him, I would say, let's get him on probation let's let's suspend a prison sentence for him mm-hmm. if he if he violates in any way, okay, you guys can do what you do, but let me work and try and then um now, right now, he's okay. He's he's a hundred percent, right? Yeah, yeah. He that individual was opting to. I please just send me to prison. Like, just send me and um, just send me back. I don't want to. I don't even want to deal with this shit anymore. Which I hear a lot. Um, but I inserted myself. So I hope that people who are in these positions are doing that. But I know that's not the case, right? Um, but I know that also. Like people like you have that negative connotation and I, and especially with all of the stuff going on right I mean what do you think about all the stuff you see in the social in, in the media too about it
1: well I yeah I think it's um I think it's definitely like this last year it was yeah very like increased in in very mm-hmm. I think social media has the huge power of just making you know like a story explode yeah. and go viral um but i think it's it's also just the there's a lot of narratives that go around right and mm-hmm. so um it's oftentimes very very hard um to to think about that right i i think it's um there's a case which i won't like get too into it for you know um because it was a local case recently mm. um where someone was killed by law enforcement. And I was like, dude, like, and, you know, I I started seeing people post about it and and whatnot. And I mean, any loss of life is, is sucks. And, 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 you know, like you're losing a family member, right? I think it's easier for someone that's not even close to that person to speak about these things. But then I also just think back to like, look like when you know all the facts of the story and like Mm -hmm. the facts of the story are like this person was like had a weapon and this person um pointed the weapon at police officers right and and it's almost like it sucks because the like movement is huge and it's powerful yeah but then it can also be used in a in a in a bad way where Mm -hmm. now it's like law enforcement is just bad all around right yeah um Like, if you shoot anybody for whatever fucking reason, it's bad, right? Which I also don't think people should be that naive. Yeah. um, Because at the end of the day, like, people in your position or... um, Do you carry a gun?
0: So, right now, and that's a a change that's going Mm -hmm. on right now. At least probation is going away from that, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely go with people who carry. Oh, okay. um, And I I carry a taser. um, That's good enough. (laughs) <laughs> yes, but, uh, yeah, so, but, you know, I think that definitely with some of these stories, too, like, I can think back to a story of one of my co-workers who went mm-hmm. into someone's house, um, a juvenile's house, and the juvenile comes in, and the, the, there's two probation officers, one's talking to the juvenile, one's kind of looking around, mm-hmm. um, they felt something was off. Right, as they were looking around, the juveniles talking and then there they we always have a thing where we're like, Okay, let's just go and we don't feel we don't feel like <laughs> okay, right? Yeah. Um now they leave, then later something happens where um the the youth is talking to them, they're like, Hey, if you would have opened that closet, my friend was in there and he would have stabbed you. Yeah. Right. And because um, he was just waiting for you to open. Yeah. Right? yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if it was stabbing or shooting, but something <laughs> like he was ready. Right. Um, so we never really like when it gets to the media and when things happen, um, I don't think it's always portrayed in the way, especially with um, with cameras now. Like it, there's one incident. Yeah. That um, was very much in the media, but then you go to the other, the mm-hmm. other camera view, and you see that he had like a gun and all of that, right? Yeah. Um, so those happen, but also not to negate the fact that the other times where there are law enforcement officers who go overboard when mm-hmm. when their adrenaline gets yeah their adrenaline gets there, right? Um, but definitely when when I hear the I don't even think that there should be, like, a, a blue lives matter, blue lives don't mm-hmm. matter, right? Or um, what is it? Cops are all bastards or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, yeah. Those types of things. I'm like, yeah, there are some, because I've stopped some from doing some things, right? I've gone, almost gone in with some that are like, let's go fucking do let's Let's just call that motherfucker in and blah, 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 like that. I'm like, no, his name is this. Yeah. Right. Um, there are definitely some, but I, one of my really, really good friends is one of the best law enforcement officers that I have ever seen, the nicest, um, the, the person who, who tries his hardest to not arrest, not do those things, right? Mm-hmm. But we also have, a, again, we do have that job in terms of protecting the community. What a lot of the community doesn't know is a lot of these laws that they pass allow some of these people who should be in custody um, or should be reformed, maybe not necessarily in custody, but should be reformed in a way, released, right? Um, AB, um, what is it? Uh, I don't know. AB something in 2011. um, Oh, yeah, AB 109. They Mm -hmm. passed that, right? It was like to release the nonviolent, non-sex offense type Mm -hmm. whatever, that ended up releasing some sex offenders, um, who actually AB, AB one hundred and nine actually gave anybody released funding that people like on my case, didn't have that funding, I I didn't realize what this law did until I was sitting across from um, somebody who was leased, released on a sex offense, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm like, wow, like just because it was nonviolent. Sex offense he was released and now he gets funding so a lot of the community doesn't know the intricacies they mm-hmm. just see a headline right
1: yeah yeah and i think that's what like <clears throat> that's where like education comes into it right an education in the sense of like educating yourself on like two sides like three sides to every story right
0: yeah.
1: um what they always say and, and i think it applies to here too right where you know, I think, especially for, for media outlets, um, like, more, more so the news, they need a story to spin off, right? So, like, the story is going to be like, dude, here, another cop kills so-and-so, right? And so I think mm-hmm. that narrative, yeah, it's not to negate that. I think disproportionately, they are killing, definitely, like, blacks and, you know, primarily blacks, but, like, the colored uh, people of color overall, you know? and mm-hmm. i think it's it sucks because now that narrative is i think so huge that yeah. everyone's sucked in there right mm-hmm. um and like this expression of um i think that's just culturally right like you think a lot about the music especially like hip hop yeah. and rap and um you know like what kids are listening to right and like this expression of like fuck 12 and You know, different things that come up and there's always there's always this constant push now where now you have culture as a as a whole is is hating on law enforcement. So law enforcement is just can't catch a break. Um, And it sucks because there's people like you or like detectives and and people and even higher, you know, more like on the ground, um, you know, like type of field where it sucks because you do have some bad apples in there, but that means the people that are really out there doing their job with a lot of sympathy and empathy and um, being able to understand people and and really want to do it for the better of of society, I think kind of get lost in between the narrative as a whole.
0: Yeah, I I think that um, definitely the the hierarchy of things, when you get into government stuff, if mm-hmm. there's a hierarchy, maybe that needs to be reformed, right? And um, because I, I don't think that the public often hears people who are actually doing good work. They don't hear from them, right? Mm-hmm. They hear from them after the fact of when something bad goes, goes wrong, right? Um, I think that law enforcement should be reaching out to the community more. Um, maybe like we should be giving more talks about exactly what we do. Um, but we don't do that. And I think that a lot of, um, what's on the media, like you said, that it's kind of like if you're not on this side, then you're on this side. Right. Um, yeah. So that's why I, I oftentimes worry, like, oh, shoot, like, people must must think that because I'm in law enforcement. And and I think that that's another reason why I kind of don't advertise it. I don't know if you've noticed I don't advertise it much. <laughs> like, um, no, sometimes,
1: I, sometimes you take a picture with, like, a
0: bulletproof vest or something. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'll be, like, um, yeah, like, once in a while I'll maybe post a picture, like, oh, this is what I'm doing. But I don't really, like... I think I, I advertise a lot more that I'm a therapist, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's something, like, subconscious of me. Like, I sometimes hope, like, oh, do people... Uh, do people forget, maybe? They forgot that I'm a, a officer. They know mm-hmm. I'm a therapist. Yeah. So that might be something very subconscious that I'm doing. Um, but I did definitely, last year, make a post um, about, you know, all the stuff going on um, with the police shootings and stuff, and um i i do want to own it more but um i i want people to know and ask questions and um inquire about it more because i know that they can especially i've had some family members be like oh she's she's a pig she's this she's that right and making jokes but i'm like no i'm sure people really think that stuff like i'm sure people don't want to be themselves around me because they like and it doesn't fail i can be at a party or something like i think i was um around like a family thing like two weeks ago and i and then someone was like oh we can't be doing this and i have to always do the same response no i'm off duty like it's okay wait if so I does can... that apply
1: you're not like a, you know like a, <laughs> i i think about that as like a mandated reporter and i'm like nah, it don't matter
0: <laughs> <laughs> well when i i mean i'm a mandated reporter when i'm in yeah, My, yeah. 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 Uh, right. But then I'm a good Samaritan, just like you uh, would be uh-huh. if we're, if we were doing. Like I would ask you because you work in a school. Mm-hmm. Are you a mandated reporter right now? If I told you something, right? You would just be a good Samaritan reporting. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Yeah. So no, for
1: sure.
0: I, I want people to like feel comfortable when they're around me like I don't give a fuck you guys can smoke weed I, I don't even care about weed when my my mm-hmm. clients do that um, do whatever the hell you guys want because I just want to be another person so mm-hmm. when I, because I've chosen this this as my career I don't become just another person I become something else. Um, which is why I think I subconsciously started not advertising it as much. Um, I also worry when it's brought up, and it's Mm -hmm. usually always brought up when I'm at a function, and then someone's like, oh, Felicia's a cop, right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, fuck. (laughs) And um, I just get embarrassed, and I do not know why because I don't know what the reaction's going to be. I don't know if now I became someone... I I was first, oh, Felicia's cool, too. Oh, fuck Felicia. Like, Mm -hmm. she chose that career. I recently saw a post that someone did of... um, uh, It it was about this girl who's graduating um, and she's choosing to go into law enforcement and her, her parents came from Mexico and all of this stuff. And someone was like... Why are you choosing to be in law enforcement? You just fucking fucked your life up and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. Like, but what if she was going to change it? And on this post, this person's like, no matter if you're trying to change it or not, you're becoming one of them. And okay. I'm not trying to become anybody. I'm yeah. trying to go into this. And I have a skill set that all these other people that have been in this job don't have. And I'm trying to come in and do this thing like I did for this, this individual and make sure he doesn't go to prison. If I helped one, cool. That's all I, I can ask for. But um, but I'm trying to come into the system, use the skills that I have. And what you said, like I have life skills. And a lot of these people who enter these um, positions don't have life skills. They just have the training, right? And yeah. So I'm trying to come in and change shit, but I, I also don't want people to feel like I'm something else or I'm mm-hmm. better than them. I do have a lot of power in my position, and I'll always say that, but I have humbled power. Um, it, I remember being at an a, at academy training in a way. Um, it's called a CORE, and I see all the officers doing um, their academy training, and one of the things that they have to do is if they get in trouble... They um, they wanted all. They all wanted water, so they have a cup and they mm-hmm. are doing a squat and holding the cup out in front of them. And I'm like, why are they doing that? And why do they keep saying like, "Yes, sir," "Yes, this," and yet being fucking yelled at? Mm-hmm. And I had to ask someone, and they're like, "Oh, because they're trying to teach them that." if they're gonna go out and yell at people, they're gonna they're teaching them what it's like to be yelled at, yelled at. like that yeah. so that they don't do it.
1: Yeah, that's pretty trippy.
0: Right. And I mean that's why when we carry a taser, the hope would be is that we get tased, um, so that if I'm gonna tase you, I know what it feels, feels like, like, right? Yeah. Um so those types of things, like, people don't see those things. We're yeah. trained some in, in some aspects in this way, but if we don't absorb it and we don't realize it, that's why I'm saying I have a lot of power in my position. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a make or break sometimes for someone's life, and I will be the first person to say that, but I'm humble enough to know that going into these situations, and a lot of people aren't.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think that's what like you're one person but you're making a big difference in the sense of like again those are those people in front of you whether it's like one person or a family um and you having like a huge impact on like a person's uh family you know and I think yeah I think that that is huge um for you to like think about as as you're like continue to grow I think in that profession and and see where you go next
0: yeah i mean um for you too i i i think that i I mean i'm glad that you told me that that story i don't think you ever told me that an officer came in like Mm -hmm. that but
1: those
0: those are stories that you know are traumatic and um
1: it just there was um the the next day so the the next day was um I remember the next day, uh, I was in crutches and then, um, I remember, uh, SJPD, I think they were like, they, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if they were detectives. I don't know if there's like another name for like someone that's not a police officer because I don't think they were police officers or I don't mm. know, but they came in with like bulletproof vests, but they were in regular clothes. Um, yeah. and their bulletproof vest said, I, I think it said like gang unit on them if I remember correctly. But they had came to my mom's house, and I just remember, uh, I just remember, like, they were detectives, I think, Um, because I do remember one of them, I won't say his name, he's an Asian guy, I'm sure, I mean, offline, I could probably ask you, and you probably know who he is, (laughs) but I think he's a homicide detective now, because he had called me for some other stuff later on, Uh, like, long story, but um, he had... I remember he was, like, very inquisitive. Like, mm. all right, man, like, I need you to testify. And I, I, You know, being 18, I think I was 18, almost 19. And I was like, you know what? I didn't die. Like, I was like, I'm going to go to court. And I don't, I didn't know shit about court. I, I know mm-hmm. very little now, you know. And, 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 you know, back when I was 18, I didn't know anything about it. So I was like, man, I'm not going to go to court. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, I had older brothers who hadn't really gone through the system but at least like understood it more you know like my one of my brothers was already like 22 23 so he was a little more knowledgeable about certain things and he's like nah fool if you go to court like they're gonna find out where you live and everything and like right now they don't right and then I was just like and and it was really funny because I remember telling the the detective that I was Mm -hmm. like you know I was like if I go to court they're gonna know who I am and he stayed quiet and then he said look if we go to court he was, like, their their attorney or their public defender is going to get a list of, like, I think he said a list of, like, my my address. He's, like, he'll, he'll have all your information, so he'll have your address, he'll have, like, your parents' name and all this other shit. And I was, like, what yeah. the hell? I was, like, nah, dude, what the hell do I want to go to court for? You know, like, yeah. oh, you don't want to put these people. And I remember I was having a conversation with him because I was, like, dude, you. he was, like, oh um why don't you want to send these people that did this to you to, to jail and i was like what do you yeah. mean i was like so is it only a crime if i testify right because i was like yeah. dude like what like this doesn't make sense to me like they broke the law why the fuck do you need me to mm. you know like you can still go find these people that fool straight up told me i remember this shit too and i think it adds to my um you know dislike of police and for of police i think in general um is he was like, well, he's like, if you're not going to testify, why are we going to waste our time looking for the people that did this? I remember he told me that shit. Oh, shit and I know yeah. he probably said that to, like, get a reaction and be like, okay, I will testify. Yeah. But I'm like, dude, you got me fucked up. Like, I'm not going to go to court. And I was like, I'm cool, dude. I'm not going. And he was like, they left. And I remember they left. And, um, you know, I think I was just, like, put it past me. And in years go by. I think I was at San Jose State when – uh. I got a letter from SJPD that said they had arrested, like, three people, um, Mm. and, yeah, like, it was just, like, I'm, like, look, like, I didn't testify, and they still ended up arresting these people, and karma, and all this other shit, you know, so I was, like, whatever, like, I didn't have to do anything on my part, and, yeah, I mean, I think it was just, like, man, like, these cops can sometimes be, um, you know, very, like, um, hostile right and very persistent yeah persistent to try to get what they want and it's like dude like i do like i'm i'm the victim here you know like what the hell like why are you trying to treat me like that but yeah well you
0: must have you must have made or 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 you made or break the case right yeah
1: yeah which i was just like fine like i get it right but then it's also like dude like I don't want to do this. Like, I'd rather just, you know, like go on with my life. I didn't die. Like I'm about to start college. Like, uh, let me go do what I need to do and, you know, live. But I I think it was also like that experience. And mind you, the day before I was just fucking being like turned around in a bed by like a police officer, you know, and and all this shit. So yeah, I think no
0: no victim awareness at all. Right. So I think that for, for that, you know yeah you were a little pawn in the trial game or in the court game right yeah. and victims are not needed for cases like that either um so again people making kind of a bad name for us in our profession too right um and i'm sure many many people go through similar instances that you have right, right. um but i i honestly think the The topic of law enforcement's like really big when it comes to you know the Black Lives Matter movement, George Floyd, all the things happening now. Yeah. Um, just me, even yeah, me and Stephen like, like a video of them doing a stop on the road and this female cop uh, shooting when they're trying to like get this guy into cuffs, right? Um, so there's <laughs> like so this is a very very big topic. Um, and I don't think anybody's right or wrong on it. I think that, I don't think that there's going to ever be a right or wrong when it comes to, um, this, this structure that we have and then it leading into, um, you know, impoverished communities who have to resort to certain things, right? And, um, just the way the whole system in, in this, um, country is, it's just, everything's messed up, right? Um, when it comes to law enforcement, though, I think that people like you, I mean, I've had, I've had my own run-ins with law enforcement prior to, um, me being in this position. Like, everything's true, everything's factual, your feelings, everybody else's feelings are um, valid, and, um, there's just so many facets to this, and, um... But I think that this us starting this conversation is really good, Um, especially because you're around kids a lot too, and I'm sure a lot of them deal with stuff. So, um, I think that this is a a very good way to start this conversation. Um, I -hmm. appreciate you coming on with your busy schedule to (laughs) um, talk to me. I hope it was a little, yeah. I hope it was a little enlightening to you too Um, Mm because I don't usually talk about it, but I hope to talk more in depth later about it, too. Um,
1: Yeah, yeah. for sure. I think um, for what it's worth, too, like, expanding, doesn't have to be with me, but I think expanding on the topic of um, police, I I mean, I think just law enforcement and, like, the actual uh, branching off to the correctional system, right, and, and, like, the cliche of, like, innocent until proven guilty and how in in a lot of cases, that can be, like, you know, they can treat you already like you are guilty, right? Yeah. Putting oh, you in yeah. the system and stuff. So, yeah, I think that's definitely, like, part of a broader conversation for, like, your other, maybe in the future, another another topic. But I think that mm-hmm. can definitely be an area to explore.
0: Yeah, that's a good topic. and. Maybe next time we'll do a single release. Thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you're going to be getting your shit out. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. hopefully. But the next time you record, hopefully.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, I will um, talk to you later and I will be recording again soon. Um, my life and job is just chaotic with everything changing. So... Um, Right now, it's June 15th. California has opened up, I believe, with Mm -hmm. uh, no masks. Um, Everybody stays safe. Um, And I hope that um, if if you guys are feeling anxious about this time and this change, take it day by day, go slow, and just surround yourself with some type of positivity, whatever makes you happy. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye, y'all.